right, Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. And thank you for joining the Lockdown Avalanche podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today we have a winner in the very bizarre NHL draft lottery. We'll mention that the Avalanche schedule was released. And I think it was released like moments after I finished recording yesterday's show. Uh, so the the schedule for the first round against Arizona is released. Uh, another round of not a single positive test. We'll talk about that. And I'll also get into something that I, I don't think I've covered. Maybe I've just touched on it when I've had a fan on for the Fan Friday segments. This whole dispute with Comcast and Altitude, and I kind of stayed out of it, uh, but now, because it's playoff time uh, and nothing is resolved, I feel that, you know, at least sh- uh, should mention it and discuss it a little bit. I'm not going to solve the problem, obviously, but uh, we'll get to that, too. So, first things first, follow the show on social media, follow on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche, follow on Instagram, search for Locked On Avalanche, and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions. If you want to be on that Fan Friday segment, send all of that to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So I feel, yes, this is Locked On Avalanche. And if you want to go listen to Locked On Rangers, which is a fantastic show, I've done crossovers with that show, um, to, to listen to their reaction of them winning the lottery, definitely go do it. Um, but I felt the need just to mention it because what a bizarre ending to this whole thing. Um, when it was announced in the lottery that the number one team would be a technically playoff team, it you know it just threw up all the red flags. Like this is exactly what to me it did anyway. This is exactly what the NHL wants. And then the teams that you had vying for it with both number five seeds losing in Edmonton and Pittsburgh. I think people were thinking immediately, if it's one of those two teams, this is, you know, way beyond normal. Um, and then it, if you watched, if, if, you, if, if you did did not watch the the lotto balls being selected or the one lotto ball being selected, selected for this. Definitely go watch it. I'm sure it's up on YouTube. The, the way that it was done was just so bizarre. They had one guy who took one ping pong ball out of the suitcase at a time that had the logo of the eight teams. I think there were eight, seven or eight, but no, there was eight. Yeah. Duh. Um, couldn't have been an odd number. That makes no sense. So it was eight teams and had the team logo, uh, on each one team logo per ball. And the guy would hold the ball right over where you, you kind of like put all of the balls in like a loading area. But before he dropped it, the host of the NHL network, he'd pick up the ball of like, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he would, the, the woman on the NHL network would say something about the team. And she would say, do you confirm Mr. 
commissioner, sir, that this is the logo of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Gary Bettman would stand there and say, I confirm this is the logo. Like, we don't all know the logos of these teams. But for whatever reason they did that, they did it. And the guy holding the Rangers ball didn't accidentally drop it before Bettman said... I approve, or however he said it, yes, I acknowledge this is the Rangers logo. So he put it in there before Bettman said that, and he realized he did it. So he kind of reached in and, not kind of, he did. He reached in and just kind of like scaled it back up. It was never out of the field of view, never off camera. But the fact that that, that is the one that got picked, of course, has the conspiracy theorists running wild. Like, that ball was heavier, which is why he dropped it. (laughs) Uh, And that is, you know, if it's a heavier ball that gets sucked up somehow, I don't know. I get a kick out of all this stuff. I I love it. Um, But I was convinced, and I didn't say this on any show, because if I had said it, you guys would be hating me right now because it would have came true. I was convinced, in my mind, Minnesota was going to win it. Because that's the team nobody was talking about. Everybody was talking Pittsburgh. Everybody was talking Edmonton. Toronto. Those were the teams. Even the Rangers. Even throwing the Rangers in there. But I don't think anybody's mad the Rangers got it. But nobody was talking about Minnesota. And I think because that's our chief rival right now. They're in our division. The player that they would have gotten is supposedly going to be a generational player. And I was convinced it was going to be that team that kind of is like going under the radar. And uh, it didn't happen. And it was Rangers. And I'm happy for the Rangers. If you've listened to this show from the beginning, you know that you know my, my father grew up, uh, still is, uh, a Ranger fan. Um, living in New York right now. I have a lot of friends that are... Ranger fans, so when I don't watch Avalanche games, I'm typically watching a Ranger game. Um, so it's good. I, I, I'm happy for them, and I'm happy he is not going to be in the West, hopefully for a very long time. So uh, it is what it is, but it's the culmination of just something that was very bizarre from the beginning, from the onset, with this whole lotto system. Do I buy into conspiracy theories? Not in full, but this is too good. This is too juicy of a story to uh, not want to question some things because, you know, we, we had said on this show, all, a, a lot of eyes would be on the NHL with them. And we didn't know where baseball was at the time. Um, basketball was going to come back in some capacity, but they were doing some regular season games. NHL was jumping right to the playoffs and they were going to have eyeballs on their sport. And those eyeballs probably would have extended past the sport. And if you are promoting the draft and the possibility of a playoff team, potentially getting that number one pick, albeit the smallest percentages, and that happens, the the people who are tuning in just because you're the only game in town might not be questioning that. The people who watch your sport day in and day out, uh, maybe like some of you listening, like I do, 
have to laugh at it and just think like, wow, like, okay, good. I think it's great because it's newsworthy uh, and it's fun. But don't tell that to a Red Wing fan. (laughs) Uh, They don't think it's fun. But it is what it is. So, like I said, it's... We 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 have we have come full circle. We have anointed the Rangers as the number one pick, and um, onward we move. And uh, yeah, we will we will take a, a quick little break, and then when we come back. Avalanche schedule against Arizona has been released, so we will look into that right after this. All right, so the like I said, pretty much. After I recorded yesterday, and even before I went to bed, I just did one last check of some news, and I noticed the Avalanche schedule had been posted. So, um, pretty much, well, everything was posted, not just the Avalanche, the whole first round. And, man, this is going to be like a, a shotgun series, because games, and, and most of, you know, when, when it's the first round of the playoffs... Uh, typically there are, I think they play every other day. I know that's been the schedule for a while. Uh, this is, I mean, there's back to backs, which is, I think every, uh, schedule or every series has a back to back. I'd looking at the avalanche, just one. So they will start their series on Wednesday, August 2nd. And I know they have to do this, but I just find it comical that they put, uh, they, they say at Arizona or at Colorado Avalanche. We know they're all playing in the same place, but that's, you know, for which jersey they have to wear and whatever. Do what you got to do. So first game, Wednesday, August 12th. Second game is Friday, so one day off. And then Friday and Saturday. There's your back-to-back. So Friday, August 14th. Saturday, August 15th. Almost exactly in a full day. It's actually a full day and an hour uh, when the, those start times are. The uh, And we'll get to the start times in a second. And then off Sunday, then you're playing Monday, the 17th. And then everything after that is to be determined, obviously, if there is a sweep. But if there are uh, any additional games that need to be played... You have, so you're off Tuesday, then you play Wednesday, then you're off Thursday, you play Friday, then you're off Saturday, you play Sunday. So it's kind of in line with how the playoffs usually run with every other day. You're playing your game with the exception of a back-to-back, which does not happen in the in the playoffs. You typically will allow your teams to get a full day rest because um, it's the playoffs. And I think the league wants the teams to be at their best. Um, and not tired, so they don't really do back-to-backs. But this is a different time. You have to get these games in. Now, start times right now, obviously, again, we only have the start times for the first four games. The if-necessary games are will be determined if we need those. But the, the times for these games, so the first, they're all in the afternoon. Um, the Wednesday game, game number one, is 3.30. That's mountain time. Uh, Friday game is at noon. These are all mountain time. The Saturday game, the next day, is at 1 p.m. And then the Monday game is at 3.30. So you got 3.30, 12, 1, 3.30. If you're on the East Coast, add two hours to that like I am. Uh, so 
that, you know, some people don't really like that. I mean, you're playing a Wednesday, so your games that are not on the weekend, you only have one weekend game right now. So that Wednesday game, that Friday game, and then the Monday game. Uh, Wednesday and Monday are 3.30. Again, Mountain Time. Friday, Mountain Time, is noon. A lot of people are going to be calling out that day. Uh, even on the East Coast. That's a two p. That's a two p.m. start. So, uh, yeah, I'll be at my normal nine to five. Um, I can't call out now. It's too, too quick, too quick of a turnaround time. But um, this has some people kind of angry because they they want to be prime time. They want to have these games in prime time. Um, at least something. I mean, all of these games being in the afternoon is kind of unheard of. I I, I should go check. And see which games are being played at night, because uh, I'm I'm willing to bet it's more like Boston games. <laughs> uh, let me go check that really quick, because I am interested to see who they anointed as the uh, as the primetime games. All right, we got it all right here. All right, so you have just going through these very quickly, skimming through Flyers and Canadians. Two out of those four games are primetime, 8 p.m. Tampa Bay and Columbus. One of those games is at 7.30. Capitals and Islanders, two of those games are at 8 p.m. Bruins and Carolina, there, there you go. Let's see, Bruins, yeah, they, they, they draw in the people. So three out of those four games between the Bruins and Carolina Hurricanes are 8 p.m. The one game on Saturday is at noon. So there's your, uh, there's your primetime lineup. Vegas and Blackhawks, you got a 10.30 at night game. 5.30 at night, 8 o'clock at night, 6.30 at night. So all all of those games pretty much in prime time. That makes sense. And then, wow, you're just looking through this, and then you get to Colorado and Arizona. It's just like afternoon, afternoon, afternoon. Okay. You know what? Let me just finish this out here. So Dallas, 5.30, 10.30, 10.30, 2 o'clock, and then St. Louis and Vancouver, 10.30, 6.30, 10.30, 30. You know... This just goes in line with the the Colorado Avalanche getting second billing to everything. I didn't look this up until I just did it live here on the air when I'm recording this. And it kind of ticks me off. And this this more than anything makes me want the Avalanche to run through these playoffs and just lay a smackdown on who is ever in front of them. And and make I'm I'm tired of everybody just saying like oh the Avalanche are on the verge of greatness and this could be the start of uh, you know maybe a dynasty and they're so young and they're so energetic and they they have Nathan McKinnon well why can't you play them uh, at an 8 p.m. slot why can't you do that uh, you got Vegas they're playing in the same arena everybody's playing in the same arena so this is not an East West thing. And you got Vegas playing at 8 o'clock at night. You got St. Louis playing at 6.30 at night. And then three 10.30s. You know, that's that's way late. But, um, yeah, this, this really kind of irks me. And um, just wants me to, to see the Avalanche do insanely well. And then have everybody... Hop on the bandwagon. 
there's really nothing else to say with that. It's except it's kind of frustrating when, when you, when you see that, um, that just tells me that the networks think the avalanche can't draw people and maybe they're right because they, uh, you know, haven't really won anything in a long time. And obviously they are a smaller market team when it comes to hockey. I get all that. But um, if you are in the know with hockey, which when you hear the talking heads on the networks and NHL, they have nothing but good things to say about the Colorado Avalanche and where they're headed. That would translate into what what is on TV in a live action game. And people would watch that and they would listen to that and say like, wow, maybe this Colorado Avalanche team is on the rise. But they don't do that. And the only way that's going to change is if the Avalanche are holding a Stanley Cup. And it might not even change that much when that happens. But it will definitely turn some eyes towards the Rocky Mountains and say, like, wow, they have a really good team. So, yeah, this just really lit a fire under under me where I want this team to run through these playoffs. And I said the other day, yesterday, that, you know, who are, we can't expect the Avalanche to win them all. Um, that would be, that would make everybody's heads turn. Win them all, Colorado. Because uh, you, you, you don't think that uh, uh, not playing in primetime is a big deal. It's a big deal. It is a big deal because the networks are telling you, we don't have trust that you can bring viewers in. And you know what? Okay, fine. If that's how you feel right now about the Colorado Avalanche, fine. But I think you're going to be singing a different tune relatively soon. That's all I would have to say about that. Now, oddly enough, <laughs> uh, what I'm going to get into here in a second is people not being able to watch the Avalanche anyway because of this contract dispute with Comcast and altitude and we'll get to that in a second all right so last thing i wanted to get to today was again like something that i said i haven't really talked about too much if at all i think maybe in a fan friday segment we talked about it touched on it in passing and uh you know now the the, the playoffs are here and now now the real playoffs begin <clears throat> we're done with the round robin down with the plan round and uh, the playoffs are officially here and this is when fans who don't typically tune in to a regular season, you know, for a lot of fans outside of football, seasons are just too long. Baseball season, just the idea of 162 games is daunting for people. Even with uh, hockey and basketball being 82 games, that's a lot for people. But when the playoffs come around and, uh, you know, a team that is in their area, a team that they, you know, have some rooting interest in hits the playoffs they will tune in. And if if you live in, you know, the Denver area and watch your Avalanche and Nuggets games through altitude, you can't do you you haven't been able to do that all year. Uh right before the season started, literally right before the season started, they came to a stalemate in the uh, arrangement, a contract between Altitude and Comcast. And it, it was one of those things. I mean, that happens all the time. And there has been times where it has bled into the season. But typically, 
those things get resolved because both parties hear the fans and they don't get to to watch their team and typically a couple weeks will pass and something gets done and we are going on almost a year now uh this this dispute happened in september and the fans in in the colorado area that rely on altitude through comcast have been blacked out um, if you they, they ran some deals where you if you switched over to direct TV, you can still get it because, you know, that contract is not in dispute. Obviously, some people did that. Some people didn't. Some people took to other means because, you know, the Internet is a lovely thing and you can find anything you want on the Internet and have gone that route. They don't want to go that route, but they want to watch their team. And the thing that is annoying them is billionaire companies bickering. And I'm not really going to take a side here because I don't want to take a side. It it annoys the hell out of me when you do have $2 billion companies and they can't come to an agreement. And some people might have sides in this. Some people might be on the, the Comcast side uh, and some people might be on the Altitude side. But the way that it works is basically Comcast goes to Altitude and say, we think you are worth this much and this is what we will pay you altitude um for you to run your channel on our network altitude will say we like that amount we will accept that amount or they think we are worth worth more than that we want more from you that seems to be the stalemate and if this hurts anybody with the success that the avalanche and the nuggets who i don't watch too much nba but i believe they are doing pretty well um, but especially the avalanche i think this might hurt comcast more because now you can't go to altitude and say uh, people aren't interested in your product because people have a lot of interest in the avalanche right now and if the nuggets are going to do well they'll have obviously have interest in the nuggets too so i don't know but it (laughs) just from the outside looking in and the way that specifically the avalanche are playing you would think that altitude said would say see this is why we requested hat wanting this much money um, because we have a good product and Comcast is basically sticking to their guns saying, no, we have, we have the hard data. We have the raw data saying, sure, you might have good teams, uh, but we're not interested in that. We're interested in viewership and maybe good teams doesn't really translate into good viewership, which doesn't really make sense to me, but maybe it does. And Comcast is saying, no, this is our final offer. Uh, Altitude is saying, we don't want that offer. We want more. And you have this butting of heads. And who have I not mentioned in any of that? You and me, fans. They and you, they can both say on both ends, we care about the fans. You don't. If you did, this would not be going on for a year. If you did, you would have got it figured out quickly when both of the NBA and NHL season started. If you did, it's the playoffs. The most important thing to the entire fan base for both of those teams. And you're still bickering. And I don't have and I get it, they're businesses and they need to they have a, a they're very big businesses and they have a lot of people to pay and all that other nonsense. You're when it when it comes down to the bottom line, you're billion dollar companies 
Avalanche have a billion dollar owner. Comcast is a billion dollar company. I don't care what the which side you're on. I'm not on either. I'm on the side of the fans. Let the fans watch these games. This is ridiculous. This is what we are in. So if you live in the Colorado area, Denver area, and you're getting these games blacked out, from what I understand, the reason for the blackout in the playoffs is different. Uh, It has to do with NBC and things like that. It's not cut and dry. Uh, The the reason for the blackout in the playoffs is not cut and dry as the dispute between Comcast and Altitude. It's different. But nonetheless, uh, this is still ongoing. And the reason why you haven't been able to watch Avalanche uh, games at all is because of them too. And they're just like elementary school children on a playground. Um, angry that they didn't get picked first. I'm not in that room, and I'm not dealing, but at one point, uh, one of these entities has to say, okay, we really care about the fans, and mean it, and show it, because none of them are doing that, and that's sad. So if you live out in that area, uh, and, and and you can't find a way to watch the Avalanche, I... I want to apologize on behalf of $2 billion companies. They're not apologizing. Their mouths are flapping that they're apologizing, but they're not apologizing. I apologize. So if you come to this show to get maybe news and info and maybe recaps of the games because you can't watch them, I appreciate you coming on to this show and listening to it every day to get your Avalanche news among the different places you can go get your avalanche news because you're not getting it from Comcast. You're not getting it from altitude. So with that, we will put, this was an angry show <laughs> between that whole rant and, you know, the avalanche not being, being really giving love in the primetime slots. Um, yeah, let's get to some games and let's start kicking some butt so we can uh, have, get this good aggression out in some good old-fashioned hockey. So that will be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, uh, like you do all the time, for tuning in. If you like the show, I don't do this because I don't want to, like, fish for reviews, but if you feel so inclined, please leave a review up on uh, the Apple Play, Apple, well, it's the Google Play Store and the Apple iTunes, wherever they do their thing. Uh, It does help me out a little bit, so... I would appreciate that if you wanted to leave some review up on the Apple store or whatever it's called. I don't have Apple. I have Android. Don't kill me. Um, Yeah, so I appreciate everybody listening. So that'll be it for today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And uh, game one right around the corner. All right. Stay safe, everybody. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go. Go.